going on, everybody? It's your boy, Corey Baraka. Hey, guys, it's Kennedy. It's your boy, Donnie Excellence. And you're now tuned in to Rhythm and Clues. Yo, I can't believe we're actually here. It's your boy, Koi Baraka. Um, I want to thank everyone that's been there with me since Real Talk Days, um, tuning in the three-minute-long snaps and everything like that. But we're finally in the studio now, Rhythm and Clues. I'm here joined by the chick from the West Coast, although not the best coast. Definitely the best coast. What's up, guys? It's Kennedy. Yo, Kennedy, what's been going on since you've been back, yo? Not much. Same shit. School, stress, work. What about you? Stress? How you stressed already? It's only week three. <laughs> of course. Are you stressed? Um, Just a little bit. Just a little bit. Exactly. But that's how the semester starts. For real. You, you want to give me mad work to do? <laughs> I know. I always got something for Corey to do. Um, but what else has been going on? We got the gala coming up. Um, Shout out BSA. First annual gala royale. February 11th. 2017. <laughs> the Society Room. Pratt Street, Hartford. Um, check my bio, man. I check my record. Um, that's where the link is. <laughs> the plugs. The plugs don't stop. Let's hop into this week's topic. Yo, you hopping in fast, but let's, dig, let's get it. Um, topic for this week, man, Young Love. It was Kennedy's idea. It wasn't It wasn't mine, y'all. It's not true. Um, but, Kennedy, talk about your list. Because, you know, you taught me that everybody got a list. Um I had, like, one or two things, but, you know, you had, like... I had that long list. Whole joint. <laughs> yeah, man. Everybody has a list. Guys have a list. Girls have a list. Girls swear by their list. There's those things that they absolutely cannot do without with a guy, whether it's their height, um, I don't know, their major, maybe, or their, like, future, <laughs> their future, a.k.a. money, salary, um... Wow, Little know. things funny on my list is definitely humor. You have to be funny. You have to make me laugh. And I, I laugh pretty easy, so that's not it's not too hard. But, um, yeah, man, I mean, the list gets extensive sometimes. Sometimes it's down to what kind of relationship do they have with their parents or siblings. So you're talking very general right now. I think the people want to know <laughs> what's one through whatever. On my list? Okay, let me see. I don't even – I wish I prepared. I wish I wrote it out. Let's see. Number one. She knows she got it in her head. I don't know where she put Definitely humor. I said that. So you have to be funny. Um, you have to have a sense of humor because I'm the most goofy, awkward, corny person you'll probably ever meet. Absolutely. <laughs> so you have to. You got to be funny. So that's number one. Um, a relationship. I need someone that can simulate me spiritually um, and emotionally, intellectually. Um, those type of stimuli are very important and just keep relationships interesting, keep you on your toes. Um, I think a big one that a lot of people do leave out is that spiritual connection. Um, not to say that I'm the most spiritual person ever, but that's a pretty big foundation. And that, that religion is something that builds most people's morals and values and things like that. Um, so that's a big one for me. What else? Are we talking like big list, like long term, like husband list or like boyfriend list? Your whole list. Your whole okay, I'm gonna talk list. husband list. Okay. Husband list, you need to want kids and you need to want kids before you're 30. Wow. 
Um, that's a major one. Guys, get ready. You heard. <laughs> you need to be career oriented. Not that you need to have the best job ever, but um, you definitely need to be dedicated to some type of career and progression in that career. Um, you need to be. I don't know. You need to be hands on. You have to be hands on. So whether that's adventurous with me, I don't know, and a husband list like how I would see that. But you want to go camping? Yeah. Mm. No, for real. Mm. <laughs> No, really, though, I like camp and everything. So you got to be adventurous, hands-on, not just a... I'm not going to say not a homebody, because I don't mind sitting at home, but um, I don't know, a little bit out there. Yo, and no shorty come for money, so y'all better come right here. Um, Corey, stop <laughs> putting my business out there. I don't come... That is not even my business. Yo, let me stop. I'm That's playing. not true. I'm playing. I'm okay, playing. so you got my list a little bit. Make a list. Go. Um, Make a list. Go. So, again... Um, intellectual stimulation, um, definitely powerful. Shorty got to be woke because I will put you through all the Black Power mixtapes, oh um, Hidden <laughs> Colors 1 through 4. Shout out my boy Tariq Nasheed. Um, Very true. <laughs> what else? What else? Um, I'm an old soul, so don't just come around me trying and play 21 and, and Fetty and all these other new cats. I will play you got Sam, music? Sam Cooke. <laughs> I will play um, The Temptations. I will play New Edition. Um, shout out that New Edition story, BET. I just watched part one. It was good. I haven't watched it yet, but um, I heard it was good. <laughs> what else? What else? So, also, um, so spiritual stimulation. I come from a church going family. So, definitely that. Not saying that, you know, church every Sunday, but definitely un- be- being able to understand the Bible and being able to right. discuss. Um, some biblical things is important. Right. What else? What else? Let's see. I wouldn't say you got to be a baller, but um, my children will be ballers. Just understand that. Oh, my gosh. I mean, they're going to get their grades right, but they will be ballers. You want a wild girl or you want like a... Wild in what sense? I'm not trying to go camping, if that's what you're asking. <laughs> oh, not forest wild, Corey. You know what wild I'm talking about. No. Um, if you what can- do you want her weekends to look like? You want her weekends to look like mine? Or like- <laughs> if you can't handle your Hennessy, please delete my number. Okay, well, only wild girls can handle Hennessy. Um, so- not necessarily. You just have to know like when to stop drinking it. Whatever. Um, so that... Okay, so you have all of this. You have your your list. Let's just say you get that girl, okay? So you get that girl that has everything that can handle her Hennessy, that's woke, oh. that'll go to church with you. Church. Or have biblical arguments and debates with you. <laughs> okay, so you find her. She's there. She's a dime, bomb. She already oh. she has a nice body, too. Heard you. If you were her, would you date you? Do you think right now you're ready to be, you're ready for her? Nope. Damn. <laughs> um, keep it a buck. I don't. Um, and I say this because I feel like there's just so much going on right now. Not in terms of like what's going on in the world or anything like that, but just I feel like I'm in a place right now where it's just time to be selfish. Okay. Um, to be honest. So you know now is like it's internship time. It's keep your grades up so you can go to grad school time. It's network time it's go to career fair time it's all the all these times you know to the point where there may not be time to have a significant other so it's like i can't if i'm not going to be able to say i can devote 
X amount of hours a week or X amount of hours a day. I don't feel like there's a point to take a girl with those qualities and sort of rob her from something else that could that could transpire. But why would you have to set it up like apart that time? Somebody, if you got her, you, you wouldn't have to make the time for her. It would just it would be there. Like you wouldn't have to search that hard for it. If it's the perfect girl, if it's your perfect girl, you don't think it'll just happen. You don't think it'll. I mean, people say you make time for what you want to make time for. Mm-hmm. Say um, that again. Please say that again. For the people in the back. I said it already. No, please say it again. You make time for what you want to make time for. No, no, no. Let me say my whole sentence. People say <laughs> you make time for what you want to make time for. Facts. Um, I feel like there are necessities that still come before being able to make that time. So Kennedy said on her list was you got to have a career. Um, I'm trying to get there. That was my husband list. So It, it don't matter. Like <laughs> The husband list got to start at, at, a, at, some, at some type of list. So, you know, you got to start trying to network and communicate now. I spend, you know, an enormous amount of time on organizations to build my resume. Um, I spend an enormous amount of time studying to get these grades up. And, yes, I probably could make a little bit of time. But, again, so I had this conversation the other day, and it's just about being on two different levels when it comes to time. So to having two different meanings of what time is. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times we don't have those conversations at the beginning of relationships. Like, my definition of time is this hour I can give you on Tuesday. Right. Your definition of time is whenever you don't have class, we want to meet. Like, those right. two times don't don't match. And so I say I'm not ready to date myself. I wouldn't date me because I can't give time. So maybe, you know, I'm a little too selfish in saying that. I just feel like my time or the time I'm able to give won't match what a lot of expects. girls want um, in terms of time. That's fair, but... I don't know. I disagree, Corey. There's 24 hours. You're 24 hours. You only got 24 hours to grind. Exactly. That's a lot of hours. And you're trying to tell me that with just school, with extracurriculars, and this is seven days out of the week, so obviously every day is a little different. Mm -hmm. 24 hours of school, extracurriculars, and personal time. You don't think you'd have the time for someone else. If right now was the time that that person came in your life, you just you'd, you'd have to pass it up because you feel like you can't make the time. If I if I had a conversation and said this is what so if somebody had a conversation with you and said I can give you three hours Saturday <laughs> and three hours on Sunday, what would you say? Okay, well I'm a little I'm not the best example. <laughs> I'm a brat. Exactly. So absolutely not. But but that's that's because for me. The perspective, I know what it's like to be busy. I understand what it's like to be busy, and I know what it's like to just want to be alone. Even to be in a relationship, it's like, damn, I don't I don't want to be up under you. I don't want to do anything. Like, I get all of those. But, A, I feel like when it's that person, like, if it's if it was your top pick fills, fulfills everything, like, you figure it out. You make the time. And then it's like all the time that you didn't think you have, it's like that free time gets consumed with them by choice. You know, it's not a priority. Like, I feel like you're looking at that task with the person that you love as a chore, and and it's not. It's yeah, yeah. Sure, school should be prioritized over a person or your career, your jobs, you know, responsibilities. And any person should understand that. But all the extra time isn't a chore to give. It's it's out of your heart because you you want to. What else? You rather be with that person than by yourself, or you rather be with that person than maybe your friends playing two K every single day all the time. I don't. Like, I don't play two K. So <laughs> that was an example, though. <laughs> 
I don't play 2K. You know um, what I mean? Like, you don't. I mean, I just feel like, so you said you meet, you know, this dope person. Event Like, at the beginning stages, like, you're just trying to get to know them. So mm-hmm. that requires a, a lot more time than just chilling with somebody. So it's not like I'm about to go. Like, I'm about to go chill with you for an hour or two hours. Like no, I'm really trying to have a conversation. I'm really trying to see what's good. I'm really trying to get to know you, and to not be able to devote my entire self to that, I feel I would be doing a disservice. Nah, that's an excuse, Corey. I <laughs> listen. I know you, <laughs> and I feel like that. And I don't think it's a, a you thing. I think a lot of guys. I'm sure. P, P, I'm sure there's guys listening that can relate to this. But I think that's a poor excuse for. I don't know if it's not wanting to commit or you're just finding an excuse. And it's a real good excuse to say, yeah, my, my school and my investment into my future comes first. But nah, like that's bullshit. With 24 hours and that one person. You ain't you ain't counting sleep or anything. Yo. T- how many hours are you going to sleep, Corey? Ten? I need, I need about seven, seven or eight. So that, that leaves me with 16, nah. 16 hours. I don't buy it. Right. And I think you're you think that. What what I don't condone what I when I talk about time and spending time together I don't think the relationships where people just sit up under each other no like to me that can be time to some people but like that's not what we're talking about here so I don't I think interactive things I think an hour lunch like those are all time but I think also too it's a got, mental thing I don't even got time you do to eat, to Corey eat, you, to go, eat lunch you go you go eat hour, with me but I I be there for like twenty minutes whatever nah you're that's bullshit that's bullshit I don't call it. It's bullshit. Not for you, but in general, like anybody who might think this way. I don't think that's I don't think it's true. I don't think you don't have enough time for the perfect person. That's impossible. You'd you'd make the time. How about this? I meet the perfect person. Guarantee I'd see less of you. I meet the perfect person. Guarantee I'll, your friends will see less I'll, of you. I'll make time. How about that? You whoa, do whoa. make time. You do whoa, make time. Market. And do you know what it is? Is you sacrifice the other time that you think you didn't have, but really it's occupied with hanging out with Kennedy or hanging out with your other friends or doing these little things. It's now consumed with that other person in a positive way. Market at 814. I meet the perfect person. <laughs> Y'all won't see me. Market. Market. Yes, that's exactly what would happen. Market right now. It's not going to happen. But, um, oh, my God. Kennedy, yo, now we flipping the script. Um, if... So if the perfect guy came along, no, 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 no. I'm asking the question wrong. Would you date you? Let's just be. Let's keep it simple. Hell I'm yeah. About to confuse myself. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. No, absolutely not. I think I would be interested in me. I think, um, you know, I'd. I mean, how things have gone for me. Like, yeah, I think I'd be interested. All of those things. Um, but if I was a smart man, <laughs> no. You would run. <laughs> yes, I really would. And not, I mean, I'm not one of those girls to be like, I'm crazy. Da, 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 da. I'm not crazy. <laughs> I know. We were talking about time. Kennedy needs time, like at, le- <laughs> at least seven hours a day. <laughs> I'm not crazy. I think I'm super, um, like, I find those common grounds and things, but kind of like you were saying, I wouldn't say I'm not ready. I just think, um, huh. No, maybe I'm not ready. I just, I'm too, I'm not drama. I'm definitely not drama. It's just, I feel like sometimes I'm overwhelming. Mm. I think sometimes I'm overwhelming. And why I wouldn't date me is because I think a lot of guys aren't there. Because me, Corey, you already know me. If I could get married in the next three years, I'd be married. (laughs) If I could have already had a boyfriend for five years and he proposed to me today, 
yes, I would say yes. Like, I have no problem with my age. I don't think there's an age on when to get married, when to fall in love, all of those things. But I think that severity and, like, that investment I have in actual relationships and meaningful long-term relationships is overwhelming for some people. Because I don't, I don't need, like, the in-between. And I never felt like I did. Not because I've, I've had so many of them, but I think the little, like, two-month relationship, that's not why I get in it. So, you know, some things only last for two months, but I don't I'm an all-or-nothing kind of person, and not everybody's with that. So I know I don't celebrate um, month anniversaries. Anniversaries <laughs> are meant to be annual. No, for real. Isn't that so funny? And don't ever come at me with, no, we celebrate in a week this or week that. I will look at you like you are crazy. Our six months. Happy six months. <laughs> I'm like, what gift do I buy you? Like <gasps> The charm for the bracelet that comes later. <laughs> don't buy promise rings. I understand the purpose of those joints. Um, <laughs> I think promise rings are cute. I'm just like, okay. Like, but see, that's all a part of that young love, Corey. Like, I think... You know, when you're... That's why I said I'm an old soul. Older. When you're older, you don't do shit like that. But being young, that that's how we that's how we measure things. You know, it's with, like, those monthly marks and those, like, monthly gifts or, you know, like, prizes. That, that, that holds the meaning to us, you know? Those promise rings. But why? Why do you have to give a promise ring? Because people aren't ready to commit, so let me give you half of a commitment so that you know that I'm still around because I'm too young and too immature to let's say give you a wedding ring, mm. so I give you a promise one. I don't. I believe. Um, I believe in marriage. Um, shout out my grandparents, man. Married sixty plus years. Amazing. Um, my my parents married thirty plus years. Um, I don't really have time to be giving out no promise, nothing. Um, I'm with that. I guess we agree on this one. <laughs> don't give me no promise. Give me an engagement ring or nothing. I don't celebrate Valentine's Day either. Now let me stop. Guys. <laughs> I celebrate Christmas, Martin Luther King's Day, and um, Easter. Do you agree with that, Corey? Like, do you think, though, that, like, some of the things we do are maybe just because we're so young and in love? Um, I think so. I think we make a lot of rush decisions. And I think a lot of times, so I've seen, we talked about, you know, being up under people um, earlier. You brought that up. And I feel like that happens so much. Like, I've seen... I've seen that happen personally, where a lot of times when you on college campuses, there's no there's yeah. no filter. Like it's like, yeah. yo, if, as soon as I get out of class, is it unhealthy? If you out of class, <laughs> are we taking the same schedule so we can be out of class at the same time? Right. So we can do absolutely nothing. Literally nothing. <laughs> and I'm just like, so like when there's any separation, it's automatically yo. I don't know what to do. Right. Like you go home for a winter break, two weeks. I have no idea what to do. Yeah. I feel like that's terrible. And that's why, like I said, like I don't want to sort of even put myself in that in that pool because I know I need to take advantage of this single time. Like, But I don't, like, th- this is a thin line. This is a thin line between, like, that fake love. Shout out to Drake. Oh, <laughs> no, like, the fake kind of, like, fabricated love and, like, genuine love, like, genuinely loving another person. And then that comes into the, the question of, like, you know how do we know how do you know when you're actually in love but yeah with that fake love like yes that's something to be scared of but I think I mean little self-disclosure like I've definitely been in love and I I feel like I've been in that I've been in the fake love and I've been in the real love Mm -hmm. and I think there's those similar feelings but it doesn't feel as bad or you can't look at like so down on it when you feel like what do I do with this person? Because just like you said, you know, when you're so busy and then any extra time you do have is devoted to this person in a happy way, then you don't have that person. Now what? 
you know, and you still have your other relationships. You didn't change your whole life. You didn't cut off all your friends. No, most but people to have, be cutting off their But they to have that void, like, I think there is, like, beauty and power in that to have someone that, that fills you. You know what I mean? Because how do you how do you ensure longevity? You know, like, there has to be, that person has to become a part of you, and you have to become a part of that person, or else you're disposable. So if a person feels disposable to you, there's no way you could love them. But I feel, the way I look at it is sort of, you still need to complete yourself first. So you still need to offer a complete you, um, and a complete you meet, it meets a complete someone else. And y'all, and y'all form something completely different organically together. But there's still two complete people that meet each other. So here, like, in the stage we are now, it's about completing yourself so that you can give a complete version of yourself to someone else. I agree with that. So that goes to, like, the young, being too young. But I don't know, Corey, because I, I think there's also people that fall in love young and it's real love and and they're still figuring themselves out and that and that's a whole nother challenge of a relationship is trying to figure yourself out while trying to figure out another person but i don't know i think no matter whether you're complete incomplete figuring it out i think there's still that void in every person of love like someone has to pour into you my mother loved me what you mean oh my god <laughs> shout out my dukes <laughs> for real i miss my mom no but I guess, Corey, I think you just think that there is an age limit maybe on love. Like, you got to figure some things out by a certain point before you can be ready. I mean, people say that, like, our generation, it sort of extends, it sort of prolongs um, adolescence. Yeah, definitely. So because we go to school a lot longer, like, we're home for a lot longer. So our, you know, 30 Yep. was, you know, somebody, our, our parents, 18. Right. So when they moved out and got a job, it was like, yo, we off to the races. So I don't know if we could sort of give an age limit because depending on people's circumstance, whether they come to school, whether they don't come to school, whether, you know, they don't go to grad school, like a lot of people's stations are different. Are different. In terms of how, how they progress and move forward. That's fair. Well, I'm prolonging my adolescence, but I, I'm still like my parents. My parents got married at 18, had a kid. At 18 and still went to college, everything, like... Not around. I mean, I'm not trying to be in college with a baby, but... Not around. Maybe a husband. Some speaker came in the other day and talked to um, me and my residents. He said he had four kids while he was in school. Nah, that's out. My mom had two, and she tells me horror stories, like, perfect... I mean, also, too, this is, like, what, the early 90s by the time she had my brother... And so things were probably a little more, like, lenient. But professors really putting her on blast. Like, can you please get your crying baby out? And, like, in a lecture of, like, 200, 300 people, yes. Yo, yeah, no wonder y'all so smart. (laughs) She said, like, that... um, Your sister and your brother was in school when they was newborn. She said that my, like, brother could sense her anxiety. So she'd literally bring him to class in a car seat, like, set him down next to her desk, but she couldn't take tests because she'd be so anxious. And so he would be anxious, like screaming, crying, which is impossible. So she had to, like, set something up with the professor. His vocabulary probably crazy. <laughs> Anyways, that's off the top, off subject. My parents are, um, I'm a product of young love. I believe in young love. I'm also a hopeless romantic, but I don't think you're too young. What's the baby due date? What's the baby age? <laughs> um... <laughs> I want to be married and have a kid by 26 Mm. or before, but 26 is like my, my cap. That's, that's what I pray on. If it's meant to be. There's no kids after 26. No, 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 no. That's like my, that's the last point I can have the first one. Yes. 
Uh, well, I mean, if it doesn't happen at 26, it's got to happen somewhere. So just have yeah, the first so 26 one. or prior. No, or after. <laughs> no. So when you when you was gonna have a second kid, it was gonna be after 26. Right, but it's not my first kid. Oh, I'm still God. a parent at that point. Like. Oh Lord. Yeah, that's my goal. Married, with a kid by 26, and a career. And a career. And a career. So married, kid, and career. Yo, it's possible. As soon as you graduate, you better. Yeah, I know. Get on it. I. No. Me, I'm, but, I'm going to grad school and I'm chilling for a little bit, you know. See, okay, so that's you, like, you're just chilling in that single. Exactly. Singleness, which I am too. Like, don't get me wrong, I'm not on the prowl everywhere I go looking for my husband. Like, I'm chilling and I know if it's meant to be, he's going to come to me. He's, he's going to find me. But I think we're both chilling in our singleness. Embrace it. Build with it. And then you find that real love. Shout out my boy J. Cole, that real love. Oh, my gosh. Where your heart is at, where your mom is at, where your girl is at. Oh, see? Corey, don't even get me started. Corey's looking at me so foul right now. Go ahead. Say what you got to say. Speak on it. No, I don't know. It's hard. It's hard to sit around sometimes. Because um, you know what I'm Like, there's somebody for everybody. Mm-hmm. Like, your somebody's really around somewhere. Yeah. So it's like it's hard to like sit in your singleness, but I mean, I never been thirsty or nothing, so <laughs> so I don't know how to really pursue. But yeah, y'all lucky we don't got cameras in here because Kennedy face is <laughs> priceless. No, no, no. Uh, I'm I'm learning. Honestly, I'm learning. And Corey, you're teaching me a lot how to just how to chill, how to just chill and be single and get this money. Or not chill and be single, but how to like embrace it. I think embracing it is a whole mindset of. In it of itself, and something you gotta be conscious of, work on, especially as you get older, you know, 21, 22, 23. Exactly, I'm 21, too old for the shenanigans. <laughs> oh my gosh, oh my gosh. It's been a week, and I, I, no, it's just been a week, and I'm too, I'm not around no more. For love? No, I'm not around for the shenanigans. The shenanigans, right, Corey, right, the shenanigans. Well, I'm around for it all. I'm around for the shenanigans. I'm around for love. I'm for falling in love, falling out of love. Who's around for falling out of love? It's an experience. This is my thing. This is what I always say. So, more disclosure, <laughs> whatever. Corey doesn't ever say anything about himself, but. What you mean? No, I, I have been in serious relationships, and I, I like I said, I, I feel like I've had that real love before. So, obviously, single now. I've fallen out um, somewhat. And I think there's beauty in it. You you have to you have to love. You have to love people. I think it's really counterproductive almost to just expect it to just be one person and one person forever. And especially with, with what you were talking about about learning and growing and building, you need to find yourself. You need to find what matches and what works. So I'm appreciative of the experiences that I had and the person that I was with and the love that was shared or whatever. But I think falling out of love is also important. You have to, it builds resilience. You know, it, it teaches you a lot about yourself. Um, powerful, powerful words. Shut up, Corey. <laughs> no, but it does. It's um, it's important. It's, it's hard, obviously. I'm saying this all this smile, but um, it's an important part of building you. I feel you. Not everything is meant to work, so. Right. You learn, you learn. Shout out to all my exes. Love you guys. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Wow. Bet heard you. I'm just joking. That was a joke. That was a joke. Heard you. <laughs> um, on that note, um, I think we about to run into this this open mic, um, and then we gonna wrap it up. 
Oh, I didn't. I forgot at the beginning. I didn't give a shout out um, to DJ A, who is unable to be with us today, but he will be back next week. Um, so, in DJ's absence, I'm gonna read this open mic, and then we're gonna wrap up. I'm a little stuck, like reruns of that old sitcom. The channel changes, but the story doesn't. Just a bunch of storyboard puzzle pieces, but I'm determined to make something of it. Because for as long as your presence makes its way onto my storyline, I know I can turn off the closed caption and be sure that our hearts can translate all the meaningful words our miles lack the ability to say. So what if it's only a glass screen that I'm glued to? I know if the channel changes, I'll lose you. Oh, how I wish I could control the script. I would rearrange the lines, and even though the curtains would open with you and I together, we would make the final curtain call. Sadly, in reality, I have no remote control. I heard a new series is coming to take your slot. Maybe it's because I didn't see the good in you then. Or maybe it's because I focused too much on ratings and never followed my heart. Ooh. Snap, snap. Um, I think that's it. Episode one is in the books. Um, it's your boy, Corey Baraka. Kennedy, say your goodbyes, man. Bye, guys. Don't take me seriously ever, please. Take her seriously every single word. No. All love. Love y'all, man. See y'all next week. Peace.